Is this the year you want to grow your business? Do you want to expand your team? Build a new office? Hey, it's Tug, and I want to tell you about First Liberty Building and Loan. Aren't you exhausted by going to lenders, building a relationship, and a week later, you're dealing with a new person? You won't have to with First Liberty Building and Loan. The Frost family has been helping businesses grow since the 90s, and they can help you too. They know the patterns, they know the ebbs and flows, and they know business. Now the Frost family wants to know you. FirstLibertyGA.com. Buying a building, building a building, buying a franchise, or expanding. Reach out and spend 10 minutes with them. See if you're a fit for them and if they're a fit for you. FirstLibertyGA.com. By the way, if you're a young banker and you want to work with a team that's faith-friendly with a culture of excellence, First Liberty might be a good match. Reach out to First Liberty Building and Loan at FirstLibertyGA.com. That's FirstLibertyGA.com. This is a 680 The Fan podcast. To hear more live and local sports content like this, tune into 680 AM or 937 FM or download the Fan app. And now it's time for a Deep South legend that's been keeping it real here in Atlanta for over two decades. It's the Buck Baloo Show, only on the Fan. From 680 The Fan Studios in the Battery Atlantis, the Buck Baloo Show. Here on The Fan, 680 and 93.7. Streaming at 680thefan.com. Get that fan mobile app driven by Beaver Toyota of coming Beaver Direct. Fastest and easiest way to shop online for your next vehicle. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Are you thinking about a little love today? Got that Barry White playing, picking up the roses, the chocolates. I hope you're not one of those guys at Publix or Kroger rushing in there at the last minute to get those roses. Seems like every time I stop in there uh, on Valentine's Day, that's what I'm seeing. Man, there's a there's a line of grown men rushing in there to get those cheap roses. It's like the more you give, the more I want. Yes, hurry, Bob. DT, you got the lady taken care of? Oh, yeah, she'll be happy, Buck. Road Dog, we'll you got the lady taken care of? Yeah, we went out last night and did our thing last night for dinner, at least, and we had some uh, gifts exchanged this morning. That's awesome. Hopefully some more surprises coming. Yeah, that is awesome. Really, and we spoke about it yesterday for a moment. Feel sorry for those folks that are trying to get out, have that Valentine's dinner tonight. Really, the only option at this point is to try to get in there at like 5 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, pro move from uh, from the road dog doing it last night. And, yeah, I think we'll, we'll do more of our celebrating this weekend. Yeah. As I mentioned, we've got my daughter's birthday today. Audrey turns 20. My gosh, where did the time go? My little girl's all grown up. We will uh, be taking Kelly out for an early dinner today. We've got a track meet we got to get to. No, we're, we're going to be a track meet at Wesleyan. So we're going to be down there in that Peachtree Corners area. We're going to have to hit one of those restaurants down there. So we're busy, man. Wrestling ended last weekend with uh, Rhett. Now Braden, our senior, is running track. So we got the first track meet today. 
the athletes from running track to yeah, wrestling and the Blue family. I love it. It's wearing my butt out. Hey, we don't have much time. Let's get to work. Bucks. Big. Take. All right, I just check with my sources on the way down sitting in traffic on 400 southbound today. The Falcons are busy vetting the quarterback position as we speak, and that's exactly what they should be doing. Because, as you know, we don't have a quarterback right now. All right, the NFL Combine kicks off in 12 days. Hey, man, a lot of work to get done there for the Falcons. Free agency window opens in less than a month. There's some options out there. The opportunity to trade is available also. No doubt the Falcons brass is busy discussing all three of those options. Here are two options I would like to eliminate right now. Read this one prepping for the show late last night. Baker Mayfield is a free agent. Baker Mayfield has a connection to Raheem Morris and the new Falcons offensive coordinator, Zach Robinson. Baker Mayfield had his best season with those guys in L.A. with the Rams. Now, my hope is that the Buccaneers retain Mayfield and overpay him coughing up a huge 30-plus million-dollar offer per year. That's what I'm hoping. And that would eliminate the Falcons from flirting with Baker. Here's another report. The Falcons can't move up and stay at number eight in the first round of the draft. Reportedly, they're considering taking J.J. McCarthy. And they're doing that because he's, as I understand it, an elite processor dt you know what that means means he sees the field reads the defense makes good decisions gets the ball out quickly etc it's a great trait for any professional arguably one of the most important right decision making is as important as arm strength mobility you know zach robinson comes in from that mcveigh system and the rams under mcveigh's direction offensively they motion pre-snap more than any other organization in football, in the NFL. And that little motion right before the snap of the ball for a good quarterback alerts him to what the coverage will be after the snap of the ball. So as a quarterback, especially in the NFL, you got to be able to process information quickly. And the word is, well, that's what J.J. McCarthy does very well. But I hope that doesn't happen. J.J. seems like an odd dude, man. I mean, he's got a... Did did you see the way Harbaugh had to uh, baby and pamper him, like, before every one of those games? Like, you know, he'd be popping him on the shoulder pads and uh, real close to the face mask and and saying, J.J., you're the best. J.J., you're awesome. J.J., you're going to do great today. And then before the games, you got McCarthy out there with his back on the goalpost and with his shoes neatly, his cleats neatly positioned, he's in a trance. So everybody can see what he's doing. A little weird. Here's another one, another option for the Falcons. Reportedly, the Falcons are one of the organizations seriously 
considering trading with the Bears and investing in Justin Fields. I, I hope that doesn't happen. Let somebody else trade for Fields. The only option to me is this. And I want the Falcons to make this happen. Trade up with the Commanders at number two or with Boston at number three and take Jaden Daniels. And there's the big take today. That seemed a little long. And when we start talking about this Falcons quarterback situation, it can drag on a little bit. So I'm going to hold out hope they're going to get Daniels in here. I just think he's the perfect fit. Uh, just with the fan base, I think, would be electrified by having a big play guy like Jaden Daniels coming in, be huge news, the Heisman Trophy winner. I think it'd be a throwback to the days where we brought in Mike Vick. You got an electric, uh, talented young quarterback that's going to electrify the fan base, get them fired up and excited about going down to MBS and seeing the Falcons play. You got a guy that could... Uh, just uh, destroy defenses with with his ability to get outside and run and scramble. He's also a guy that can stand in the pocket and process. And as I keep mentioning, has one of the better traits out there. He's capable of leading, being a leader. I don't care about his hand size. I don't know what that is yet. But he's a leader. Jaden Daniels. The only option. I will say that yesterday, Herm Edwards was on with Nick and Chris, and Herm said that not only does he feel that Jaden would be NFL ready to step in tomorrow and play in the NFL, that he could step in and also be a leader in the locker room yeah. because he saw that happen out in Arizona. Absolutely. I totally agree with him. All right, let's see what's popping. Got a lot going on. Let's find out what's popping. All right, the Braves pitchers and catchers report today. Woo-hoo! Woo! Yes, sir Baseball season, not too far away. Loving it. First team, uh, we got the uh, first workout will be tomorrow. First team workout coming up February 20th. First spring game. You can hear it on the fan app. February 24th, we'll be taking on the Rays. 30 spring games, opening day, March 28th in Philadelphia. The Braves. Bring on the weak-ass Phillies. Braves are back. I think we're ready for the Phillies this year. In the postseason, I'm talking about. All right, the NFL Combine invitation list dropped late yesterday. Michigan with 18 players invited. You have to have an invitation to go to the NFL Combine. February 26th, 27th, 28th, 29th is leap year this year. Up in Indianapolis. 14 quarterbacks invited to the Combine. Falcons will be vetting all 14 of them. And that's what they should be doing. Exactly what they should be doing. Hey, Tiger Woods is back, baby. Tiger going to make his PGA Tour debut in L.A. at Riviera. Doesn't that sound fancy? Riviera. Yeah, it is fancy. 
And Tiger is going to reveal his new golf apparel deal that reportedly is with TaylorMade. And they've named uh, his new brand Sunday Red. And I like the logo. The logo, they need to make it a little bigger, though. The logo's way too small. Glad you like it, Buck. But I tell you what, the best I can tell, the little bit of it I've seen, I mean, this looks like it came off the clearance rack at Target. <laughs> the logo barely visible. I mean, this is a swing and miss. This is shanking at OB off the tee. This is a botched three-footer. I mean, this would be huge for Tiger. This is my, my, that was my reaction to the logo and, and the name, the Sunday Red. Maybe it'll grow on us. Who knows? Now, Sunday's two words, not one. Yes, that's Sunday Red. And I'm guessing he won't be wearing the red and black every day. It's still just a Sunday thing, right? Yeah. yeah, we'll be able to see some of it as he uh, tees it up tomorrow. He's sort of the host. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There at benefits Riviera, benefits his uh, foundation, yeah. Yeah, so Tiger will be there playing and hosting. That will tee off tomorrow. Go get him, Tiger. In Los Angeles. And uh, we got the chili dip open. We got it tee. We're going to be teeing Tiger it off playing there too? a week from Friday at Bears Best Atlanta, right? We're going to tee off at noon, so I'll do the show from Bears Best, and then I'll rush to the tee box, get warmed up, and we'll be teeing off at noon. The event is sold out, brother. Sold out. You waited too long to get in the year's first big golf tournament. Our annual Chili Dip Open's been big. Benefits First Team Metro Atlanta. I want to thank a few of our sponsors. Got Harris Cherokee Casinos and Resorts, Zero FG Energy Drink, and hey, how about it? Ted's Montana Grills on board, baby. It's one of our faves. Our family loves it. And here is the uh, final little nugget here for what's popping today. We've got two tickets we want to give away to Luke Bryan, Truist Park on August the 17th. Now, if you don't win right now, 404-231-1680, the number. Tickets are on sale right now at Ticketmaster.com. I'll tell you what. Let's do a twist, Road Dog. Let's twist it up. Let's flip it around. Let's take the first female caller right now at 404-231-1680. She will win two tickets to see Luke Bryan at Truist Park and take her man. Hopefully he's a listener. He's just not listening right now. Take her man, present it to him on Valentine's Day 2024. Luke Bryan, Truist Park, August 17th. He's going to be performing with Bailey Zimmerman. And I think some more of these acts will be uh, hanging out with Luke Bryan, a Georgian. He's a Georgia guy. So the first female caller now winning two tickets to go see Luke Bryan. Coming up on the other side, in honor of the Braves pitchers and catchers reporting, I'm going to dive into Chris Sale. We'll do that next. It's the Buck Blue Show on Valentine's Day here on The Fan, 680 and 93.7. Is this the year you want to grow your business? Do you want to expand your team, build a new office? Hey, it's Tug, and I want to tell you about First Liberty Building and Loan. 
Aren't you exhausted by going to lenders, building a relationship, and a week later, you're dealing with a new person? You won't have to with First Liberty Building and Loan. The Frost family has been helping businesses grow since the 90s, and they can help you too. They know the patterns, they know the ebbs and flows, and they know business. Now the Frost family wants to know you. FirstLibertyGA.com. Buying a building, building a building, buying a franchise, or expanding. Reach out and spend 10 minutes with them. See if you're a fit for them and if they're a fit for you. FirstLibertyGA.com. By the way, if you're a young banker and you want to work with a team that's faith-friendly with a culture of excellence, First Liberty might be a good match. Reach out to First Liberty Building and Loan at FirstLibertyGA.com. That's FirstLibertyGA.com. here on the fan on valentine's day hopefully you got your lady taken care of road dog do we get a, a female caller that won the luke bryan tickets yes we did don called in and it was only took two phone calls to get to the female audience and it looked like we had a large female audience was out she there. happy oh yeah she was very happy sitting in her car listening to the show and now she's coming to see luke bryan in a few months oh, that's awesome that is awesome. Let's chop it up. Talk a little Braves baseball. For the latest on the Braves, it's time to go chopping. All right, if the Braves are going to do some damage come postseason time, Chris Sale is going to have to be a big part of that. And that's why Anthopolis got him in here, to be a difference maker in the postseason. When the Braves face off against the Phillies and the Dodgers. So the priority is this. Get Chris Sale to the postseason strong and healthy. How do they do that? Well, by managing his workload in the regular season. By giving him extra rest between starts. By limiting his pitch count early in the season. And by having him skip some side sessions in season. Look, Anthopolis signed him to a two-year deal because he believes Sale is healthy. This is the first time in several years Chris Sale enters spring training coming off a normal offseason. And he's expected to hit the ground running tomorrow with no limitations. Sale had 20 starts last year and was able to finish out the season with nine starts. And his stuff looked, looked good. I went back and looked... Looked at it last night. His fastball was sitting at 95. His slider was filthy. So you can expect to see this devastating two-pitch combination as the season gets underway. The heater up in the zone and the slider thrown at different speeds down in the zone. At Braves Fest, Chris got uh, Chris Domino got a chance to sit down with. Chris Sale for a few minutes, and uh, let's hear from Sale now talking about his approach. At the end of the day, we can really only control a few things, right? And our attitude and our effort are probably the, the two most important. And to know that I always respect teammates. I don't care if they're good. I don't care if they're bad. You can go 0 for 10 if you're grinding your butt off. Uh -huh. 
I respect it, and I want that guy on my team. And that's kind of I've seen that happen. I've had teammates like that, and I always respected it. So I'm like, well, hey, that's that's all I can do. I, pl I play once a week. I'm going out there once every fifth day. If I don't leave it all out there, what the hell am I in here for? Yeah, I like that one. like that one a lot. All right, Chris also asked Chris Sale about his mindset out on the mound. I've always been more of a lead by example. You know, I'm not an X's and O's guy. I'm not a spin rate guy. I'm not a graphs guy. I'm a grip and rip, go compete, leave it all out there. It doesn't matter what's happening. The next pitch is the best one. Uh, you can give up four home runs in a row on that fifth freaking pitch. It better be there. You know what I mean? And that's my mindset. That's how I operate. Again, the Braves need Chris Sale at the top of his game in September and October. And the hope is that the Braves can manage his workload and get him to the postseason strong and ready to dominate. Now let's get to more. The best NFL insider in the business is only on the fan. This is ESPN's NFL insider, Chris Mortensen. Mort, what'd you make of the Super Bowl, man? I tell you what, I know it wasn't a perfectly played game with some penalties and turnovers, but... I didn't miss one play, and I was standing up the whole time. What a great Super Bowl we got. Oh, that, that was the thing. Uh, it was not a good game on the surface, watching from start to when, about the fourth quarter, middle of the third. And that's what these Super Bowls has come down to. Listen, it, when you, they're coming down to the fourth quarter. And in this game... In the fourth quarter, when you got Patrick Mahomes, I think, you know, a lot of people picked the Chiefs because of what? Patrick Mahomes. Absolutely. And, that, and, and at some point, especially in the over, the, the overtime was very interesting, uh, the decision that Kyle Shanahan made, uh, which has been debatable. And, and but knowing that Patrick Mahomes is going to have the ball last, you know, then it, it was it was – it was one of those games that you said, man, this had drama. This had you on your feet, you know, the second half of the game. And you forget everything else in the game. I mean, at one point, the Chiefs had under 100 yards total offense in their first nine possessions. Did you realize that? Yeah, they, they had a hard time getting going there early in the game. Uh, San Francisco jumping out front like they have believe the uh, the last time they faced him in the Super Bowl and then let it get away. Yeah, I mean, and 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 uh, it's not a shock. Uh, you know, 49ers defense. Actually, I thought guys like Nick Bosa played really well. Uh, when they weren't holding him? When they weren't holding him, yes, yes. You saw that, didn't you? Yeah, they tackled him one time. Yeah, uh, that was a great one. But, but at the same time... Uh, once the 49ers did not get the touchdown in the first possession of overtime, it was like, okay, how's, how's Mahomes going to win this? And he had to make a couple big play, plays to do it. Yeah, Reed is spectacular. He always seems to have that ace in his back pocket, that play that comes through and works every single time. He's always got a couple of those that he's ready to throw on the table. Uh, the touchdown, uh, D'Amico Hardman that won the game, a play they used a year ago against the Eagles down in the red zone, pulled that one out and threw it down. And then the, I thought that fourth and one, too, on that game-winning 
overtime drive where they had Mahomes run, you know, about 25, 30 yards with, a, with it one time, too, was another great call by Reed. Who's going to be sticking yeah. around for a while, huh? Yes, he is. Uh, it would have been interesting had they not won. But the bottom line is you win two in a row, and you have Pat Mahomes at 28 years old. Uh, there's not a question at that point. Now, listen, it is legit that there had been talk for more than a year about whether Andy would make this his final season. And, and, and more went into it. It wasn't about age. But, you know, you could talk to his wife, Tammy. Uh, you know, the grandkids growing up. Uh, some other issues. So that was not all fiction. But certainly, as time went on, and they win this one, he'll be coached until, until 70. And as long as his health holds up. Shanahan now 0-3 in Super Bowls, if you count the offensive coordinator job here with the Falcons. Do you think he's going to stick with Steve Wilkes as his defensive coordinator? Uh, it feels like he won't, although I wasn't putting that game on Wilkes. You could tell that there's just not – they just don't have the same chemistry or philosophy. Uh, 49ers had their number of injuries. And, uh, but at the same time, it just feels like, you know, Kyle will be looking elsewhere. Uh, I thought, I thought Purdy, Brock Purdy played a good game. You know, I mean, so, it's, you know, but the offense, and there were times in the season on that last drive where, uh, the 49ers kicked the field goal in overtime. Purdy had a play or two where he could have gotten a touchdown. How Chris Jones goes unblocked. Yeah, how do you how does that happen? Yeah, Kyle can't blame that on Wilkes. Yeah. And the fact is, we know that teams get tired at the end of the game, defensive especially. So if Pat Mahomes is gonna have the ball, then you know, I'm sorry, I don't care who your defensive coordinator is. You're losing the game. Yeah, Purdy was good. He wasn't as good as Usher though at halftime though, Mort. I missed it. <laughs> More, we got the combine coming up. Next step in the process. Got 14 quarterbacks invited to the combine. And so I'm hoping the Falcons are going to get busy and make the right decision. They've got multiple directions they can go more. They can uh, stay where they're at at eight and take a quarterback. They can move up and take a quarterback. They can trade for a quarterback. They can sign a free agent quarterback. So we're all waiting here in Atlanta to see what the Falcons' next move is going to be. Any ideas? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think they draft the quarterback. I think there's a feeling that they want their Matt Ryan. Mean they want him from the start. They don't want to have to deal with a, a, a big salary cap number at this time. And so I think they trade up number three uh, with one of those guys. You made my day, Mort. Well, I did that this week. No, <laughs> I mean they should. Yeah, that's and, what I'm and, thinking. And I'm glad that. Uh, you know, Raheem Moore said something about the elephant in the back room. It's not in the back back of the room. It's standing right there in the front of the room. Yeah, everybody can see it. Mort, I know you got another call coming in. Thanks for your time, brother. We'll talk to you. All right, Buck. Take Mort, care. Chris Mortensen, our NFL insider, joined us on the Hobson & Hobson 
Newsmaker lines. Let's get to that top five. The best in college football and the NFL. Five, five, four, four, three, three, two, two, one. Top 5, presented by your locally owned and operated Ace Hardware. Find your neighborhood store at acehardware.com. And joined by Amanda Swartz, our director of social media. She's getting packed up and ready to go to Brave Spring Training. I am. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Yeah, I'm so excited. We're going to miss you, though. I'll miss you guys, too, but I'll be back. All right. Well, let's get to the top five today. One more time before you leave town. Let's do it. Okay. Number one, what is Patrick Mahomes' best quarterback skill? You know, I believe this avoiding the sack. Mm. How many times, just in the Super Bowl, how many times did the 49ers get pressure on Mahomes back in the pocket? I'm telling you, I think some of these NFL quarterbacks would have been sacked eight times in the game. And he's got this innate ability to avoid the sack, whether it's stepping up at the right moment or flushing out of the pocket Uh, Or making one little step here or there. He maneuvers the pocket as well as any quarterback in the game today. It is so difficult to get Patrick Mahomes on the ground. He does a lot of things awesome, but I think that's the best thing he does. I like it. All right, number two, drop the name of the biggest fraud in football. The biggest fraud in football, huh? I'm going to go with Cliff Kingsbury. You know, as the head coach at Texas Tech, he had Mahomes there. And he had a losing record. I mean, how was that? Never had a winning record in the Big 12. Then he goes to Phoenix, and he fails miserably with the Cardinals, the Phoenix Cardinals, as I call them. And then he goes to USC, and he has Caleb Williams, who everybody's talking about as a generational talent, greatest quarterback in 20 years. And Caleb Williams has his worst season in college football. And so now the commanders have hired Cliff Kingsbury. How does this guy keep getting jobs? It's not a great track record. I mean, my a terrible track. I think he's a fraud is what I think. Mm-hmm. All right, number three, what's the deal with the Major League Baseball uniform controversy? Oh, have you heard about this? Man, I I'd say these uh, teams are just starting to report, and the St. Louis Cardinals are one of them, and the players, they're trashing these new uniforms. Oh. Major League Baseball has had Nike uh, designing the uniforms, but they got the Fanatics. Uh, you, you're aware of that label, Fanatics? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, the fans ordering a lot of the Fanatics gear. Uh, the Fanatics produces these major league uniforms, and they're they're just flat. In a word, they're cheap. Oh, okay. They're cheap. The fabric's cheap. The pants don't fit. The jerseys don't fit. There's bad stitching. I mean, it looks like they're coming off the Coles clearance rack <laughs> is what these major league uniforms are looking like. So you're going to hear a lot of this in the days to come as these, all these teams report You're going to hear a lot of these players, and it's going to be out there on social media. Get ready for this one. Major League Baseball going to be under assault by the fans and players with these cheap uniforms produced by Fanatics. Oh, man, I bet. All right. Nobody wants anything cheap. No. It looks like it's off the Coles clearance rack. (laughs) All right, number four, reveal one of your best golf swing tips. 
I mean, not that I'm scratch. I've got a single-digit handicap. But I'll tell you the one that's... And we're getting ready to chili dip open mm-hmm. next week. And a lot of people are hitting the golf course. And this is the best thought. And I still use this. And it came from Jack Nicholas. Is keep your head still. Mm. Keep the head still. I mean... Pretend as though that you've got a shaft running through your head down your spine. And imagine yourself swinging around that shaft. And as you take that club back, you see a lot of people with that head swaying. Keep the head still. All right. That's my best tip. I'm going to have to take that to the driving range. All right. Um, And it is Valentine's Day. So, Buck, what is your favorite Valentine's Day song? Well, uh, Kelly and I, our song and... It is Frank Sinatra, The Way You Look Tonight. And at our reception, I had um, I had this set up with our DJ that performed at the reception that I was going to sing this song to Kelly in front of the, the group. And so I practiced this for weeks. Practiced the song all the way down, driving from Atlanta to Orlando for the wedding. Had Kevin Butler ride with me, uh, one of my groomsmen. And by the time we reached Orlando, he knew this word for word. And so, yeah, I got out sort of a lip sync thing. They, I was actually singing, but the microphone was turned off. On purpose? Well, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it looked like I was. It's sort of like the Super Bowl. Right, right. right with a lot of these artists, it looks like they're singing. Mm-hmm. There is nothing but yeah, this is our song here. This was our song. The way you look, you look tonight. Hey, have a good trip down to spring training. Thank you. See you when I get back. Sports Station. Fantastic. All right, time for the Bulldog Beat. The fans got a Georgia Bulldogs national champion on the beat. 25-20, far sideline, 15 10, 5, get in there, touchdown! This is the Bulldog Beat with Buck Balloon, presented by Georgia's own credit union and attorney Ken Nugent. Lovely. <laughs> the way you look tonight. Uh, Bulldog beat 11 Georgia players, count them 11, have received an invitation to go to the NFL Combine. List dropped yesterday. You got two running backs. You got Dajan Edwards and you got Kendall Milton. And I tell you, with those two guys, as far as the Combine goes, uh, two things that these NFL, they know they can run the football, these NFL personnel guys. They know that. They can watch the video and say, hey, Dajan Edwards can break tackles. He can run tough. Same way with uh, with Milton. He can break tackles. He can run through tackles. He's going to be a tough man to bring down. Two things for these guys. you got to show them that you can catch the football. And the 40 time is going to be important for both these guys. All right, you got two running backs. You got Lad McConkey, who looked great down at that Senior Bowl in Mobile, voted the top wide receiver at the Senior Bowl. Running routes, uh, creating separation. Uh, they, they couldn't lay a hand on him down there. He might be able to sneak in the uh, into that first round. I'm thinking more of a second round thing. Again, the forty times big for these receivers. Also, uh, Marcus Roseme, Jack Saint. He can block. X receiver can go up on those fifty fifty balls. 
uh, make a lot of quality contested catches. He's another guy that's going to get an opportunity to play in the National Football League. You got one tight end. You know who it is. It's Brock Bowers. Bowers looking like he'll be a top 10 pick. I'm hoping it's the Chargers. So he's hooking up with Justin Herbert. That'd be a great combination working there. Two offensive linemen going to the combine. You got Marius Mims. Uh, you see these mock drafts, and Mims is pretty much on every one of them as a first-round pick. Going to be uh, six to eight offensive tackles coming off the board in the first round. Mims may be one of them. And then Cedric Van Pran Granger, center. Somebody's going to fall in love with this guy, his leadership, uh, the uh, recognition of these defenses prior to the snap of the ball. They're uh, leadership. They're, this guy, uh, there's a lot to like about Van Pran Granger. You got one defensive lineman, Zion Logue, who is a mountain of a man. And then you get three defensive backs will be at the combine. You got Javon Bullard, you got Kamari Lassiter, and you got Tyke Smith. Eleven Georgia players invited to the combine. Very impressive. All right, coming back on the other side, man, Alabama's got him a new offensive coordinator. I'll hit it next. Got the Baloo Show on Valentine's Day here on The Fan, 680 and 93.7. What are your plans for your business this year? Hey, it's Tug. Do you want to expand and grow? Aren't you exhausted by going to lenders, building a relationship, and a week later, you got a new person to deal with? You have to start all over again? You don't have that with First Liberty Building and Loan. The Frost family has been helping businesses grow since the 90s, and they want to know you. Unlike big banks, they want to partner with you. The Frost family knows the patterns. They know the ebbs and flows. They know business. Get to know them at FirstLibertyGA.com. Building a building? Buying a building? Buying a franchise? Expanding? Reach out to them. Spend 10 minutes with them. See if you're a fit for them and if they're a fit for you. You do that at FirstLibertyGA.com. And by the way, if you're a young banker and want to work with a team that is faith-friendly and has a culture of excellence, First Liberty might be a good match. Reach out to them today. First Liberty Building and Loan. FirstLibertyGA.com. That's FirstLibertyGA.com. Got the Buck Baloo Show here on the fan, 680 and 937. Working off my playlist today. Getting you ready for that romantic dinner tonight. Trying to get you in the mood. We even gave you a little Barry White earlier in the show. We covered all the bases, Buck. Yeah, we White, got you covered today. Over Michael Jackson, Frank Sinatra. You know, the only thing we hadn't done, though, is a college football nugget. Tasty. It's time for the College Football Nugget. Presented by your locally owned and operated Ace Hardware. Find your neighborhood store at acehardware.com. It's been a wild first month for new head coach Kalen DeBoer over at Alabama. Man, he's been busy. He took that job and then they had that transfer thing kick into high gear. He's trying to salvage a bunch of players. They lost about 30 guys. And then he had to try to hold on for dear life with his coaching staff that he put together, brought to Tuscaloosa. And now he's lost a couple of his key assistants. Ryan Grubb. He bolted, man. 
And do you know he was telling one of those Alabama touchdown clubs that he was going to be the Crimson Tide offensive coordinator, knowing he was going to take that Seahawks job? Unscrupulous is what that was. And not only did Ryan Grubb leave, he took the offensive line coach, Scott Huff, with him. So DeBoer, man, it's been wild. He's, uh, he's got to be exhausted. All right, the new offensive coordinator he promoted from within. 35-year-old Nick Sheridan promoted from the tight end coach to the offensive coordinator. Now, he coached with DeBoer at Indiana when DeBoer was the offensive coordinator. And Sheridan was the quarterback coach. Uh, Michael Penix was the quarterback at that point in time. And then DeBoer left, took the Washington job, and Indiana went 2-10, and ten, and they fired Nick Sheridan. As he, uh, he only lasted one year as the offensive coordinator at Indiana. Gone. Now, Penix got injured. That's probably what he was telling everybody. But look, why is he being promoted? Well, it's a tough time to be out there in the market looking for a quality offensive coordinator that fits what you do. It's a little late in the process. So you go with Sheridan, man. He understands the system, DeBoer's system, and he knows how to teach the concepts. So all in all, I think DeBoer did a pretty good job trying to get that covered up. There's your nugget. Now, I don't know what he's going to do about that offensive line, Coach. That is a, a big-time position on a coaching staff. You better get that offensive line coach thing done right. All right, time for the final word. Time for the final word. Brought to you by Howard Brothers, keeping Georgia green since 1955. Well, it's time to come clean. What'd you do, Buck? I've lost interest in the Hawks. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> I didn't think oh. that's what you were going to say. Now, there was a day in time when Baloo tuned in to... Tuned into the '82. I, I was I was watching all '82. I got proof. Ah ah ah! Man, I planned ahead. Okay, when's the next game? And I'd take the family to a couple of games. But at this moment, I've lost interest. It's not a good product. I have no idea when they play again. Tonight is. I don't. I'm not aware of that. They're soft. Defensively, the culture is soft. It's mediocre. It's a mediocre product right now. They made some bad investments with uh, DeAndre Hunter and Okongwu, Capella. I think it looks like a bad investment with a head coach, Quinn Snyder. So I got two questions. Who do they lose to next? And do the Hawks give up 140 in the loss? Seriously. Hey, we're going to have Georgia baseball coach Wes Johnson on the show tomorrow. Hope you'll join me then. Hope you have a great Valentine's Day, everybody. Nick and Chris are coming up next here on The Fan. Thank you, bud. This is a 680 The Fan podcast. To hear more live and local sports content like this, tune in to 680 AM or 93.7 FM or download The Fan app. Is this the year you want to grow your business? Do you want to expand your team? 
build a new office? Hey, it's Tug, and I want to tell you about First Liberty Building and Loan. Aren't you exhausted by going to lenders, building a relationship, and a week later, you're dealing with a new person? You won't have to with First Liberty Building and Loan. The Frost family has been helping businesses grow since the 90s, and they can help you too. They know the patterns, they know the ebbs and flows, and they know business. Now the Frost family wants to know you. FirstLibertyGA.com. Buying a building, building a building, buying a franchise, or expanding. Reach out and spend 10 minutes with them. See if you're a fit for them and if they're a fit for you. FirstLibertyGA.com. By the way, if you're a young banker and you want to work with a team that's faith-friendly with a culture of excellence, First Liberty might be a good match. Reach out to First Liberty Building and Loan at FirstLibertyGA.com. That's FirstLibertyGA.com.